Hello, Marilyn. Thank you for calling. This is Layla. How may I help you? Hi, this is Andrew giving you a morning call. Good morning. I'm calling you back. Marilyn. Marilyn. because I needed some assistance with my I wanted a replacement car, and they told me it would take seven to ten business days. The calls never stop. A father of three who lost his job doesn't know how he'll feed his family. A young couple are about to be evicted and have nowhere to go. An elderly woman on an oxygen machine is afraid her utilities will be turned off. When life is on the line, the 211 helpline is there. Hi, and welcome to Barrier Breakers, United Way of Central Maryland's podcast to help you be informed, be inspired, and be more. I think I'm going to be able to help you out with all of this. Uh, just wanted to say thank you to you all. You all have been so okay. kind and this so helpful. I've called you many times. Oh, yes. You've been a big help, actually, so thank you very much. I want you to know it matters. I'm your host, Leah Lovelace, and in this episode, we'll be learning more about the 211 Maryland United Way Helpline. 211 is for anyone. It's free, it's confidential, and it's available 24 hours a day, every day of the year. Because everyone faces challenges, whether it's job loss, illness, natural disasters, or other events that can upend anyone's life, especially during a pandemic. 211 connects callers to help with things like food, housing, utility bills, legal services, healthcare, and so much more. Let's hear from some of the 211 team who helped bring the helpline to Maryland. We're here with Valerie Weather, Community Resource Specialist and Sandra Bond, VP and Senior Advisor, to talk about the helpline's early roots and how it grew to be a top resource for non-emergency aid for so many people. 211 was previously first call for help. And before it was first call for help, it was called information and referral, very dazzling name. And, um, and so it's been around since 1962. Sandra, you were there from the beginning. What did it take to get 211 established as a trusted resource? In 1992, Health and Welfare Council disbanded and United Way of Central Maryland had always supported First Call for Help, but felt that it was important for it to remain in the community. So they actually took it on as a direct service of the United Way of Central Maryland. There are a number of milestones along the way. Uh, 2010, we established legislation making 211 as the primary number to call in Maryland. And I'd like to stop here to just um, think about um, how wonderful all this has been and why it was possible and to celebrate, first of all, United Way's vision. And, you know, especially when you fast forward to today and see the central role 211 has played during this um, COVID-19 crisis. So we've definitely seen the impact of COVID across the board, um, all ages, all economic levels, um, and it has truly been devastating to a lot of families. United Way has several membership groups for those who give to and support our causes. Women United is one, a dynamic group of donor advocates who are passionate about helping our neighbors in need. And there's an expression they use that sums up their moxie. When there is a need, women lead the way. Here's Martina Martin, United Way Senior VP and Chief Operating Officer, to tell us how this group and other local leaders made 211 a reality. When we get together as women, I think that there's a belief that we can do anything. Women United and their forerunners were with us at Capitol Hill in Annapolis advocating. Let me tell you, it's one thing when you say, I work for United Way 
and you're with Senator Mikulski. It's another thing when you say, I took the day off from work to be here because I believe in this. And as a force, we lower the barriers to access for people throughout this country, for women, for families, for children. They're incredible. Sandra, you were there with Women United in Washington. What was that like? It was exciting and it was fun. I have to tell you, it was really fun being on that bus. And it was just a fun day. And we knew that we were doing something. We're working on something that was really great. Let me tell you, Senator Mikulski became the most wonderful advocate for 211 and even secured a federal earmark for us, which eventually, along with support from Constellation and Exelon, helped us pilot 211 in Maryland. So that uh, effort by the women really crystallized that ability to go ahead and actually launch the pilot of 211 in Maryland. The organization has not let up. They have been totally all in since 2000, and it's been, it's been wonderful. Here in Baltimore, we have 911, 311, and 211. Not to get all ghostbustery here, but Sandra, who are you going to call? So, um, so there are real differences between the three services, and uh, we connect with each other. And, and during the pandemic, too, several years ago, we came together, actually, 911 and 311 and 211, to develop some materials that we could distribute in the community that helped people understand the differences. Lisa Allen is the call center director for the 311 line that helps people with public services like water, trash, and parking. Lisa, how does 311 work with 211? Early on when 211 was formed, um, we found it was a very good benefit to have a partnership with them. So we did find that the partnership that we have with 211 being able to transfer calls to them is very was very beneficial. Our partnership with 211 is great because we have someone to help us in situations that we can't handle or to provide the customer with an extra layer of support that they may need. COVID has aggressively compounded the need in our region. And yourself or anyone else in the home lose their job because of COVID. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, I'm self-employed, uh-huh. so um, I was just doing like odds and ends. And then when Corona hit, um, people weren't able to buy anything. Since the pandemic started, two on one calls have skyrocketed. And listen to this: since March, the helpline got more than two hundred thousand calls. Associate VP for 211, Sue Pondle, and her team are on the front lines, answering calls and making sure the helpline provides all the latest information. Sue, can you tell us what that's been like? What are people calling for help with? You're living this experience. You're living through a pandemic and you're trying to help your callers who are not in the same place as you, but are also living through a pandemic. Me, I currently don't have any income. I'm currently um, in danger of being homeless. Are there any resources or programs that you know of that could help me pay rent? Sure, yeah. Um, there are a couple of different places that could potentially help you out with the rent. Because of COVID-19 and everything going on, there are a lot of new laws in place to prevent evictions. It's, um, you know, and, and they're changing all the time. Uh, so if you want, as well, as long with these um, rent payment resources, the place that could help you financially, I could send you some legal resources. Um, you know, there's lots of free legal help out there for... Um, free, I mean, 
any and all help is I mean I mean I mean I would appreciate I'm I'm you know I'm really desperate here. So right now, in terms of need, what we're hearing over the last couple of months, over the last I would say four months, I pulled the numbers last week and wanted to see what the biggest requested needs were, and so it was rent. I believe food was second and health was right be right behind that. So um, when I say, say rent, it's actually housing. So anything related to housing, which could be rent assistance, which could be mortgage assistance, which could be um, I have lost my housing and I now need a shelter assistance. Anything connected to housing is that top category, followed by food and then health. One of the things that we were able to bring to light for housing advocates was that we were starting to hear from callers who were renters whose landlords were being foreclosed upon. And um, so the advocates hadn't realized that that was an issue. So we were able to bring that to their attention. 211 is three things. It's a simple, quick link 24 seven in 150 plus languages to information about help. But it's more than that. It's also a barometer of need. We can tell you when housing needs trend up, when they trend down, food, utilities. And the third thing, it's a partner in disaster response. Whether it's a man-made disaster or a natural disaster, 211 is that partner to 911 and 311 systems. Where's the potable water? When will the bridge open? And it just makes life easier for the 911 partners. So simple quick link 24-7, barometer of need, and our partner in disaster response. There you have it, the 411 on 211. The 211 helpline provides what's needed where it's needed. But this critical and life-saving resource relies on the support of our community. Help us answer the ever-increasing number of calls by making a donation to 211 at uwcm.org slash 211day. That's uwcm.org slash 211day. Thank you for listening and be sure to catch our next episodes. Today's episode was developed by the United Way of Central Maryland's marketing team. All production and music was created and edited by Trevor Fuckley. You can find our other podcasts at uwcm.org backslash podcast and wherever you listen. Thank you.